Do you like to be the first name of your sex tape? Well, if you like to be the first to listen to podcasts, you might want to check out our Patreon because now we're offering a brand new membership tier called Name of Your Sex Tape. I couldn't help it, guys. I'm sorry. For five pounds a month, you'll get an ad-free version of our weekly episode on a Tuesday, a full day earlier than its usual release. So you can be the very first to talk about how funny our guest was, how quickly you cracked the case, or how badly I answered a question. Plus, you'll get all the benefits of our regular tier, including our live Zoom records, a special shout out on the podcast, and if you really like to hear us talk, we've got an entire back catalog of extra content. Check it out on patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Fancy coming along to see Drunk Women Solving Crime live? Ooh, yes please. Why not join us for our monthly London residency at the marvellous Museum of Comedy? We've got monthly shows through to June. Plus, every show is a double header, so you get to see us record not one, but two episodes with two fantastic guests. You can find tickets on our website, drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Shows are selling out fast, so be quick. Noise. Noise. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Drunk women Drunk Women are live and unleashed on the 29th of May and the 4th of July at the Pleasance Theatre in London. Announced guests are Lizzie Roper, Ulrika Johnson, Rebecca Root and Jade Adams. Go to pleasance.co.uk for tickets. And the Drunk Women will be downing Prosecco at this year's Edinburgh Fringe. You can see them from the 3rd to the 11th of August inclusive 7.20pm at the Underbelly Bristow Square. Tickets are now on sale at Underbelly Edinburgh. Now it's time for drunk women solving crime. All right. Yes. Hello. Hello. Katie has brought her handbag. She's not taking any chances. I trust any one of you. We've had too many theft cases. (laughs) Thank you so much for coming to Drunk Women Live! How are you guys? Oh, fantastic. We are too. We are good. Okay, listen, I had a lot of fun on Google with this one. If you listen to the podcast, you know that we do a little like alcohol meets crime thing. And I went a little, I went a little silly on this one. So <laughs> welcome to Drunk Women Solving Crime. This is where Cuba Libra meets compounding a felony. <laughs> this is where a Freddy Fudpucker meets false imprisonment. And this is where a slippery nipple 
meets seditious libel. <laughs> it's a true crime podcast with a twist alarm! All right, thank you for coming out. I'm joined as always by this lady here, screenwriter extraordinaire, a woman who loves to say the phrase butt stuff. <laughs> it's Hannah George! And also we have the spectacular author and comedian, a woman who once called Game of Thrones that show with the dragons. Hey. <laughs> it's Katie Wilkins! Hey. It has dragons. It's true. <laughs> it's true. One of them is a zombie. Don't no spoiler, I haven't started it yet. Oh, Don't. I have a now TV pass and I can't figure out how to use it. So <laughs> when I do right, before we bring out our guest for this episode, which we will do shortly, just a bit of admin. We've got a new website! Whoa! Oh shit. Listen. We know <laughs> but <we>, stuff. <laughs> but stuff. Apparently what I say. We know some people in tech and we hear that websites are the future. They're gonna be they're gonna be huge. So check ours out. It's drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Uh, take a moment to appreciate the little martini icon. It's so we've exciting. Really, we've really got on in, in on the ground floor of websites. Oh we have. <laughs> First one ever. Have made. you heard of Twitter? <laughs> very it's very good. Speaking of which, don't forget to follow us on Pinstagram. Okay. <laughs> I'm not old. Uh, we are going to have a merch site coming very soon. All I've ever wanted is to be on your chest. I'm so excited. <laughs> Hello. But, but, <laughs> you didn't. But, hey, <laughs> pin to chest. <laughs> I was just going to say butt stuff again, but that was better. Thank you. <laughs> Come in, come in, write for us. Okay, um, and just a reminder, please review us and rate us on whatever uh, platform you use, whether that's Acast, woohoo, Acast, whether it's Spotify, iTunes, we don't judge, you know, whatever, but just rate and review us, because it helps. Yeah. But like five stars, don't fucking rate us if you're giving us three. Like, if you, if you sort of don't like us, don't fucking rate us, because that shit sticks, we've had like one star. And I think it was my dad, actually. <laughs> Hannah says butt stuff too much. Yeah. I know. You're not supposed to focus on it. We have very few negative reviews. But my favorite one said, there was nothing drunk or solving about this. <laughs> like, we just fucked somebody's day. So, fuck this. All right. Without further ado, let's welcome our guest for this episode. It is the comedian actor, Tiff Stevenson. <laughs> Hello, I went around the wrong side. Did you see that? <laughs> you about that side and the microphone is so over here. <laughs> so it'll dance no. behind you. Doing a lap. Yeah, just pulling my knickers up. It's all good. Um, <laughs> bit of admin before I get into the brain work. <laughs> you know, I didn't think that the chairs are on wheels. We could have just sent the chair to you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Saved you a job. Just pull back the curtain and let me do the whole show from there. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Tiff, thank you so much for being with us. Um, can you kick us off by letting us know, have you ever been the victim of a crime? I have a few crimes, but listen, let's keep it upbeat <laughs> and not go into any of the really dark ones. <laughs> um, the penisy male ones, it's just, uh, but let's go, into, let's go into one that ends up being quite, I believe, quite amusing. Cool. Uh, when I was 15, my parents' house got broken into Ooh. and they stole all of the music like they went in my bedroom they sold all of my like now that's what i call music like Aww, 1990 I they remember sold, those. yeah every <laughs> single one except they left out 
two of my mum's CDs <laughs> that were in with mine, and it was Michael Bolton and Julio Iglesias. Oh, oh my God. Yes. Such yes. a bird. I'm yeah. just going to say, like, all burglars with taste, and then I remembered now 74 or whatever. Yeah, like, <laughs> hey, now well, 1990 when music meant something. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so, you know, little did they know that Michael Bolton would come back one day with hair stronger than ever <laughs> and, and be in a lonely album. Uh, lo- no, lonely album, Lonely Island song. So that was that yeah. was quite funny. It was just they were picky. They were picky thieves. <laughs> um, and probably going to put it straight into the cast area and stuff. So, yeah. You'd give anything to see that moment like <laughs> yeah. you know because like, they're actually you know they're not just grabbing yeah, them and like, running they're like through. need it got it got it oh maybe that's what it was oh. they're like already have it yeah. I don't want to deprive <laughs> to all the girls I've loved before yeah. <laughs> I'm a thief I will not steal your Bolton yeah yeah maybe they oh, knew yeah. it was how, could, how could we be lovers if we can't be friends <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so that that's a is that a light enough is that you know i'm sure there's been loads of other there's been lots of others there has been lots of other things but i think that's just it ends up being quite funny i i got over the loss quite quickly <laughs> and i think my parents were insured so it was fine so, for cds yeah. Uh, <laughs> they have it on this household insurance. We must put Tiffany's uh, now. Yeah, it's going to become a very important collection in a few years' time. <laughs> Did you replace that CD? Um, I replaced now. I replaced it recently on my iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> it's got stuff on it like I got the key, I got the secret. Oh, Maybe that. Um, also, I want to point out that I didn't think it was like now 74, i.e. 74 was the year. Uh, that's oh. not, I didn't think that you like, that, yeah. That I'm that old. Yeah, like, <laughs> it was that old God, like, you're just gonna be like, you fucking bitch. <laughs> no, I mean like, cause it's only on but now would, 100. No, because if we're talking early nineties, we're talking now 21 guys, so. Are we? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I had Somebody now 21, now 21 had Bohemian Rhapsody on it. It had wet, 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 yeah, in the house. <laughs> wet, 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 uh, love is all around, yeah. which was number one for ever. Oh, wait. Forever. Wait, how does that go? I don't know that. I feel it in, in my fingers. Oh, yeah, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it had Crowded House on it, too. Crow- oh, I like Crowdies. <laughs> that would stand it up. All, it's weird, because it's all people playing. It's mu- people playing their own music. It's, like, so different to pop music now. <laughs> we should turn this into a podcast called <laughs> Now That's What I Call a Boring Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so you sure you don't want to talk about anything penisy? No, don't. Mm. No need. No, my mum did hit a man once on the train. Uh, <laughs> when I was about six or seven, a man was on the train. Every time I looked at him, he kept rubbing his <gasps> genitals. Whoa. And I told my mum what had happened, and she went over and punched him. So oh that was my yeah. God, that's amazing. Yeah. I love yeah. it. Round of applause for your mum. Wow. <laughs> this is awesome. Absolutely. I've taken on that. So like, the older and older I get, the more defensive I am for young women on trains. Yeah. Like, so I'm very, I'm hyper vigilant. I got into a fight the other week with a guy that wouldn't leave two girls alone on the northern line at like one o'clock in the morning. Really? Yeah, yeah. He just kept asking them where they live and suggesting Mm. they, and he got very angry and shouty and jabbing his finger in my face. There's something about male ego and rejection. And that is one of the big things I think in this post Me Too era, the confusion between saying you can't compliment a woman anymore, can't talk to one, and men not getting when women want to be left alone, A, at night, and B, you can still still pay a compliment. It doesn't mean she's going to fuck you. (laughs) Like that's, you know, I have a line where I say like... I can't even demand to know where she lives anymore. Where where do I stand if I can't get her address on a train? Yeah. (laughs) What world are we living in if I can't stalk? 
<laughs> on my journey home. Um, but yeah, I think I had a joke about you can still compliment however if it's shouted from the top of a building or out of a moving car. <laughs> No, like if the Doppler effect applies to your compliment. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Then it's street harassment, right? So Yeah, that is a good rule of thumb. But I really think, is. honestly, we all look out for each other in that kind of way of like women's safety at night, as we're talking about crime, it's one of the big things. And I think sometimes even I did a thread about it on Twitter and people seem to be shocked and then I had a few kind of dads kind of going, oh, I just spoke to my daughter about this and she says it happens wow. all the time. So I think some men just have no idea yeah. the level at which women are constantly, there's a low level harassment that happens. Mm, and yeah. you, you just, you want to get home. Like, and don't be offended if I don't want to talk to you. I once walked from the comedy store to Leicester Square Station. It's so close. I got stopped by four different guys. Wow. And one went, that's a good face. I just want to talk to it. And I was like, oh, oh my God. I don't want to talk to you. It's like midnight. Like, why do you think this what? is okay? Yeah. So That you know. line must have worked for him at like at least once if he's still doing it. Yeah. Oh, that's mad, isn't it? He's like, this will work. <laughs> this, this is a great one. Yeah, you must have had, right? Everyone's had this experience of just like a, a harassing journey. Harassment. Street yeah. harassment. It's, yeah. just, it's feeling safe at night. And I think, you know, we hear stories about stuff that happens and it, it, it affects our lives in really small and big ways. Um, you know, after stuff that happened in sort of Australia last year, with, and I don't, this is going to see again. I didn't want to talk about this slightly <laughs> down, but no, cool. like with with Eurydice, um, who was a young female comic, oh yeah, yeah in, mm. in Australia. So you can go look this up and kind of see what happened. And I won't go into the details of it here, but you know, after that, I I used to run regularly, like every other day. I've run my whole life, and uh, about you know a week after that happened, I think it was, I went out running and I got really panicked because it got dark on my usual route quite quickly, and then. And then I was like, oh, I'm going to take a, sh I'm going to do a shortcut and go home. And then I was like, it's fine. I'm nearly home. And then in my head I went, oh, she was nearly home. And she texted her friend to say she's nearly home. And then that's when, as a woman, you go, uh, we just make these adjustments to yeah. our life and on we go. And that's what we do. We are just constantly trying to make ourselves safe. See, I've made yeah. it really like, you know, like, but it's, no, it's, it's, it's a truth. We, we do these minor adjustments, whether it's walking with your keys in your fingers because yeah. your mum said whenever you walk home at night alone you take these yeah. and you you know yeah. you have them yeah. yeah yeah or you have a comb in your bag that has a pointy end that you can stab yeah. someone in the eye with oh, or a can of hairspray Amy Schumer just did a bit about that she's like I've never thought through what I'm actually going to do with those keys like, <laughs> <laughs> take that <laughs> mm. yeah it's true and I, I think what's so sad about it is just not being believed that mm. you know you have to shout so loud for anyone to believe that this really happens because if it doesn't happen to somebody else, they just go like, well, it's not my experience. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. I tweeted about it. Here's the thing. I tweeted about this and someone immediately added, uh, did not happen of the year awards. <gasps> wow. Oh and it was so mad because the two girls- that Those I aren't even awards. <laughs> <laughs> That's what bothers me. <laughs> there's no, there's no award. It's just, it's just a shitty thing of like, doubting doubting like women and the weird thing was is the two girls well actually part of the reason that i sort of stepped in as well i couldn't not step in because the two girls recognized me ah so and one of them because he was harassing them one of them went where did you get your handbag from and i knew straight away that she's doing that diverting oh, yeah. thing of someone try, tr trying to bring someone else into the conversation because right. he won't leave yeah. us alone so i start talking to them and her friend went, you probably got it in America on tour, right? Uh. She's a comedian we follow on Twitter. Like, so they 
knew who I was. That yeah. kind mm. of, I felt the pressure to step in <laughs> mm. if I hadn't before. Cause I was like, if I talk about these things on stage and then I don't act upon them in real yeah. life, right. what kind yeah. of person does that yeah. make me? So if anybody's like walking home. Telly who doesn't help people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tiffany will help you all home tonight. I will help you. Yeah. Yeah. She's going to fucking I, have to. I will walk you all home individually. Uh, <laughs> so then Tiff. someone has to walk me home and then it's, it's wait, 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 wait. Before we ask that question, mm. cheers to walking people home and to your mum punching people. Uh, Oh, yeah. Can I just say, like, the one time I was wolf whistled once from a moving vehicle, once in my life, and I was like, yeah! And then I realised it was genuinely the Isle of Wight Society for the Blind. <laughs> Fuck, is that shit? Anyway, continue, sorry. <laughs> they shouldn't be driving. Um, one thing... <laughs> Tiff, one thing we like to ask is uh, if you could have one of these perpetrators in the room, and I guess yeah. you can pick whether it's the CD thief or one of the one of the perps on the train. <laughs> yeah. Perps on a train. That would be a good film. Um, <laughs> That's just life, right? What would you say to them if um, they were here? Uh, I would probably point my finger at the guy on the train and just go, fucking pedo. <laughs> um, and like I don't know that that would be I think my mum dealt with that the CD thief I would say I respect your sense of humour <laughs> yeah. I respect it I got over this loss it wasn't devastating and you know so I try and do that kind of thing like if I lose a thing I try to be I try and do that thing of going oh I lost my purse and no one handed it in maybe whoever found it found it really needed the yeah. 50 pound that was in there i hope you're okay i try and do that i'm yeah. not always that magnanimous you know <laughs> so you're like i hope you're rocking out to the 90s yeah yeah, yeah. Hope you're in I a hope better place. but any of the sex pests um which is probably not the best way to describe but any of those <laughs> any of those harass they go fuck yourself <laughs> yay um, thank so, you so yeah. much for sharing all of that it was good to hear all of it the highs and the lows yeah. the high <laughs> being having your cd having stolen yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the dizzying highs of crime <laughs> <laughs> the greatest day of my life. <laughs> All right. Guys, are we ready to uh, veer into some true crime? Wow, I'm yes. glad I didn't choose anything too dark <laughs> tonight. I was in the mood for something a little a little fluffy. It's a little, it's fun. It'll be good. Disclaimers, stop it. Okay. <laughs> this is, I would love to know if anyone in the audience has heard of this quite a well-known case. It's the story of Princess Caribou. Oh, silence. Philistines. All right. <laughs> I've never heard of is it. That, is that like a, like a moose that really <laughs> has a sense of entitlement? <laughs> is, that, is that Princess Caribou? Well, let's find out, shall <laughs> okay. we? I'm going to ask where it takes place, and you might say Alberta. This is going to be great. All right. So here's how the case begins. I'm glad nobody's heard of it. I was really paranoid. I was going to be like, oh, this <laughs> princess. Well, we grew up hearing stories of Princess Caribou. All right. A woman in her mid-20s is seen wandering around a village wearing clothes not common to the area. She's got a colorful dress on with a muslin neck, a black shawl around her shoulders, and a white shawl uh, wrapped around her head. She seems lost, and she's carrying a small bundle. This woman knocks on the door of a local cobbler and begins speaking in a language unknown to the man. But he deduces that she's asking for food and shelter. This is basically me after a weekend in Glastonbury. Is there a train in this town? I need, some, I need my shoes cobbled. <laughs> Why am I wearing this? Okay, so my first question is, what year do we think this is, and where is this? Okay, there's a shawl, so it's either olden days or she's a hipster. Yeah. <laughs> 
hipster days. And there's a cobbler, which means it's even the either the olden days or a sort of tube station. <laughs> have you seen that? Occasionally we've got that in bloody Oxford Street. I've got a bloody cobbler in there. Also combined with keys, were there key cu- was there yeah. key cutting? Yeah. Has there been mention the keys. of keys? Ooh, yeah. no mention of that keys. Will narrow it down. All I know about what was in the bundle is there were some counterfeit coins in there, so I don't know if that helps. Mm. A mm. bundle sounds a bit Dick a Whittington. Bundle. So <laughs> <laughs> that kind of ages it, doesn't it? You know, no yeah. one ever talks about you know <laughs> excess baggage. I've got some excess bundles, guys. <laughs> yeah. can, I, like, can I get on the plane with my excess bundle? Even hipsters have rucksacks. <laughs> <laughs> or bum bags. Bum bags are back. Oh, All right, yeah. let's throw out a my guess of a year. Thrilled. Throw out a guess of a year. 1851. Ooh, very nice, very nice. Not far off at all. Okay. No, just not far off at all. Good job, butt stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Detective butt stuff. Oh my God, merch. Like, who wouldn't wear that t shirt? (laughs) I'll buy it for my father. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I meant, because I mentioned him earlier, not that he likes butt stuff. Oh, Jesus. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 1868. Okay. A little bit further away, but it's all right. Okay, um, let's say... This is the least fun part of the podcast, and I don't know why I do it every time. <laughs> like, guess the year! 18, I'm guessing. 1856. All right. The answer I can now reveal is 1817. So well done for not oh, thinking it was... And it was the closest. I can also see it. Like, okay. I can literally see it. Hey. <laughs> I went for size 16 font this time like you do, because I can never read, so now I'm all excited. All right, and where are we? What country are we in? What's going on? My chair is so wheely. <laughs> <laughs> I go there and I, I just keep smooshing into It's really you. unsettling, isn't it's it? Like, I was so excited about it and now I just feel unhinged. And I feel like it might be Bethlehem. Just because Bethlehem. it has a Jesus vibe, right? That she's like, I need like food, I need water, I need board. Maybe she's pregnant. It's 18. Is that have, the bundle? Yeah, 17. By it's, counterfeit coin, I meant bastard child. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what a way to describe Jesus. That is like. I mean, technically. But I mean, like, technically, he is, yeah, right? right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they really don't play out that part of the story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mary. Oh, Mary. All right. What country are we in? Um, um, why was everyone called Mary then, by the way, as well? <laughs> like his mum was, his girlfriend was, a bit yeah. weird. Anyway. It's um, um, you're right. So, so Freudian. <laughs> right. <laughs> when they were making it up, you'd think they'd come up with more original names. Um, <laughs> so oh, It's just oh, not gosh. brilliant writing. What? I'm going to say the UK. Well done, Katie! Bye. And I didn't even cheat like Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> You've rolled away because you can't help yourself. I, yeah. I genuinely will cheat. I'll be here. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> this is how they get by in the Isle of Wight. Just cheating, cheating, cheating. <laughs> okay. Yes, we are in Almondsbury, Gloucestershire, eight miles north of Bristol. Okay. Wow. The cobbler. Brizzle. Brizzle. You have to Brizzle. say Brizzle. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I can't pull that off, Tiff. Brizzle. Uh, so t- tell me where it was again. Almondsbury. <laughs> uh, it was Almondsbury, which is about five miles five miles south of Brizzle. A lot of ley lines there. A lot of spiritual activity. <laughs> nice. Oh, I didn't. I didn't bank on an accent. This is exciting. 
Um, all I can do is roll, but she can do an accent. Okay, so this cobbler wants to help the woman. Uh, so question, is she good looking? Damn right uh, she is. <laughs> Whoa. Well, I think Hey-o. what that lady's saying is slim bloody pickings, isn't it? <laughs> slim pickings around here. Uh, according to several sources, she was beautiful. Um, how does the cobbler's wife feel about her staying with them? Great. Great. <laughs> She's like, this is what our marriage like, has needed. We need a hot chick to move in. Yes. That's what I need. I fantasize about women with shawls and muslin necks. Uh, no, it's a no from the cobbler's wife. She's not. <laughs> not that, darling. No, it's a no. It's, it's a, a no. no from me. It's a no. You go. Why don't you go throw that pent up energy into some shoes? <laughs> Just you can put heels on them if you need, and you know, I'll whatever. Um, yeah, she takes her to someone in the town called the Overseer of the Poor, whose name is Mr. Hill. And before you think that this is someone who, you know, looks after the poor, and that it's some sort of welfare state, his job was to bring anyone suspected of vacancy to the justice of the peace. Jacob Rees Mogg. <laughs> Excellent. Um, question Does he suspect anything, Mr. Hill? Do you what? think she's a vagrant? Well, does he check her coins and how real they are? They do. Everyone knows that they have oh. that she's got counterfeit coins. Oh, Ickoo, Jesus. well, that's that's. <laughs> <laughs> how hard is muslin to come by? Because they used to um, oh, they used to cook a lot with expensive. it, so it can't have been. Oh. Was it though? Because oh. they used to wrap puddings and shit in it. Uh, as, oh, is that what they wrapped like a proper pudding? Like yeah, the like clouty Whoa, that's how you open a bottle. Um, in Scotland, they have a thing called clutty dumpling, and that's wrapped oh, in muslin. Yeah. So okay. certain or so, like a certain types of, you know, when you're trying to keep the moisture in. Yeah. Uh, that muslin was often used to. I don't you really know, know what muslin just, is. It's not just face cloths from Liz Earl, guys. <laughs> Back in the day, they would use it for uh, for cooking. Um, so, <laughs> no. Mr. Hill is not very suspicious. He's more intrigued by this stranger. And instead, he takes her to the local magistrate, a Mr. Wait. Samuel Worrell. Wait, wait, wait. So the justice of the peace that's supposed to, like, put poor people in prison. The overseer of the poor. The, the overseer of the poor. Doesn't even take her to the justice of the peace. Oh, right. Pops her over to the magistrate. Is this because so he wanted to... <laughs> yeah. He wanted her to be so grateful with There's, her pretty face. There is much talk of her face. That's a face I want to talk to. It's been <laughs> happening. Yeah. It's been happening for hundreds of years. Is it relative, though? Because they used to say Queen Elizabeth was beautiful, didn't they? And then they would paint her. But I think, like, Mercury... <laughs> like, they would paint her in a very, like... A, like give an attractive portrayal of her, but there was like lead or something or mercury or something yeah. in the makeup and her skin was like falling off by the end. Oh, wow. And then I don't know, did she, have, did she have the syphilis or the hep? I don't know, maybe one of them. <laughs> I don't know. They all, all the royals used to get syphilitic. Yeah. Tertiary is the stage you really got to look out for because that's when the madness kicks in. Yeah, Ooh. so. Yeah, just know about me older classic STDs there from back <laughs> I didn't know we were inviting this fountain of knowledge here today. This is amazing. Thank you. Keep chiming in. I've so, had all of those. <laughs> what was your favourite? <laughs> the one when I went mad. <laughs> I haven't had a single one. Like, the audience didn't like that. You they didn't. <laughs> oh, we thought she was a... Oh. They were like, Back then, you would have been passed round Brizzle as a clean girl. 
She's a clean one. Pass around, she's a clean one. She's a clean one. Now that would be a great thing to shout out of a car. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, baby, you look STD free. (laughs) Woo! Never heard that. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Okay, uh, Mr. Samuel Worrell uh, takes pity on the woman and invites her into his home where he and his wife try to communicate with her but to no avail. Elizabeth, Samuel's wife, is quite taken with her and arranges for accommodation at the local inn known as The Bowl. Now, The Bowl still exists. You can go and visit it. Is it a Weatherspoons? <laughs> That's a really good question. Like, I don't know if it's like a Fuller's. I'm just trying to work out whether I'd visit because I definitely would <laughs> if it was a weather. If so it was wait, a so Samuel's wife did like her. Yeah, Samuel's wife. Samuel's wife Liz sounds like Liz. she's like a girl's girl. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the first wife was like Cobbler's wife yeah. was <laughs> threatened. Was like, Elizabeth was a little Elizabeth bit was more like, secure in got, herself. Got, I guess got, I don't got, know. I got a friend, a potential friend, an ally. Yeah, yeah. maybe, maybe. All right. I mean, how fun can a magistrate be in bed? I don't know. Um, (laughs) One might ask. Uh, So Samuel's wife, yeah, very taken with her. Go to the bowl. That's all I'm saying. I'm going to go to the bowl. Try the jacket. Potato. While she's at this inn, uh, at the time, it was all the rage to decorate everything with fruit. So there are paintings of fruit on the wall. And she points <laughs> to this. Sorry, no, carry on. It's just a fun, fun fact <laughs> that I thought was fun. She points to a pineapple and says, Nana's which is an Indonesian word for pineapple. Now, the effect of this in this tiny town is electrifying. Everybody goes crazy. They are sure that this woman must be from, uh, you know, Asia. They don't really understand where, but they're like, she's from Asia. She knows this language. the French for pineapple, is that not ananas? (laughs) Okay, so. There you go. Yeah, so maybe that uh, it's. Ananas. Ananas, ananas, yeah. ananas, ananas. Because it always freaked me out that it sounded like more like banana. I was like, why are they mm. calling a pineapple not banana though? It's <laughs> my general attitude doing GCSE French. <laughs> <laughs> what are these clans doing? <laughs> and yeah, that's so amazing. You remember that? Because if somebody would ask me like, what's the French word for banana? I would just be like, oh, it's le banane, <laughs> with complete confidence. So I'm glad you're here to be factual. That's good. Okay. They're electrified. Witnesses are convinced that she's from this crazy homeland in Asia and rumors fly there's this attractive, exotic stranger in our village. Um, Mrs. Worrell hears about this back at home with Samuel. What does she do? What does Liz do? 
when she hears that this woman that everyone's going has crazy. been sort of yeah sort of pointing at pineapples Na- naming fruit naming <laughs> <laughs> who is this witch <laughs> with different words for things um yeah. <laughs> burn her. She um, named a fruit. Did she hire her as a cook or something like that? Was she so excited by yeah. her culinary knowledge? Well, not far off. She invites her back to the house. She right. says, wait, maybe we should put her up. Why does the bowl get all the excitement? Just because she said Nana. <laughs> wait, is this, this is it's one? 1817, man. Like, <laughs> Is that the cobbler's wife? Wanting him, wanting her back. No, this oh, is the magistrate's wife. Oh, okay. Cobbler's Magist- wife is still magistrate's wife's bitter in a hotel, and then went. Oh. This bitch knows about pineapples. Get her back. Bring, bring her back. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna tin this shit. Okay. Yeah. I'm on board. I'm on board. Well, I thought I remember learning how excited everybody got about pineapples. Like they're all over Colonial Williamsburg and stuff because it was a big deal to be able to afford a pineapple. Yeah. <laughs> they were the iPods of their day. <laughs> <laughs> I ate three a day, man. Loaded. Okay. Um, So she invites her back to the house. And she starts displaying some curious habits, including sleeping on the floor. Clastonbury. um, Going up on their roof to pray. Jesus. Um, (laughs) And she finally introduces herself. She says her name is Caribou. And she apparently only ate vegetables and drank tea. She was a vegan. I guess. Oh, I was with her until now. <laughs> what does Samuel Worrell think about all this? Does he approve of it? What does the magistrate feel about this odd behavior? Uh, what, of eating vegetables? I mean, he doesn't need to. And really. going up on the roof and praying. Oh, and allegedly she would swim. This was a great line. It said, sometimes she would swim in the lake naked when she was alone and I'm like well it sounds like somebody was there (laughs) (laughs) I mean does he need to have an opinion why does he care what she eats vegetables is is he like Colin Firth's character in Love Actually (laughs) when he meets a Portuguese woman and goes she's so free not anymore mine We don't speak the same language, but yeah, I know. She wants to be with me. <laughs> Is that the one that they fat shame yeah. for the oh, whole Martin movie? Oh, McCutcheon, who's oh, like yeah, a yeah. size 12. Max! Yes. And that's not even the worst thing about that movie. <laughs> oh, Guys, we could talk about that movie. I know, I'm so sorry. Okay. <laughs> he does not approve of all this. Suddenly, Sam, Liz is like, she's amazing. I'm so glad we invited her. And Sam's like, eh so sure about it he wants her tried for vagrancy now it's like it was fine when you showed up with your little bundle but don't go on my roof which direction was she facing when she prayed yeah i don't know that's a very good question so freaked out that she doesn't eat meat he's like right done (laughs) yeah like was it all meat or was it certain types of meat because we could be feeling some religious intolerance from samuel (laughs) yeah no that's a very good happening you know and there seems to be something about her choosing that diet which would be very rare at the time you know, to, to just eat vegetables and tea when you're in Almondsbury. Yeah. And using... Land of lamb, I'm assuming. Indonesian slash French words yeah. for pineapples. <laughs> <laughs> um. Um, but Liz convinces him not to act on this just yet. And people in the town start to come visit Princess Caribou as okay. she reveals herself to be. She so says she becomes an exhibit. She becomes an exhibit. They visit her like she's head of state. This is like when we got a Tesco's in Ventnor. in my hometown genuinely everyone was like have you been have you seen it (laughs) oh 
it's incredible. Every time I went to the Isle of Wight, which was quite a lot because we did it on school trips, it was relentless. Like they used to smuggle here. <laughs> smuggling would happen, and then we go to a smuggling museum and go, "Oh look, there's a <laughs> mannequin of a man with a barrel of some stuff." <laughs> Smuggling it in. I had an asthma attack in that smuggling museum. Yes! Woo! I'm right in. Yeah. Oh my, I, I forgot nice. that there was a smuggling museum on the other <laughs> It's shut down now. It's shut down. It's toilets. Anyway, sorry. Let's carry on. Yes. We're in Brazil. Okay. After after 10 days of this, people are visiting Are they her. charging for these visits? They're just getting free looks. At a That's a good question. I don't know if anybody was profiting. I think they were just letting people show up. Okay. Liz probably had to cater. I don't know. Um, <laughs> a Portuguese sailor shows up and he is fat shamed. Not really. <laughs> Portuguese sailor shows up mysteriously and he's able to translate caribou's language. So this is when she says, sorry, I got ahead of myself. This is when she says, I am princess caribou. I am from Java Sioux, an island in the Indian Ocean. She says that she's been kidnapped by pirates. Wow. And that she escaped by jumping into the Bristol Channel and swimming ashore. Um, is one of the things that she says to the translator, no me tocas. Because that would very much fit in with the theme of harassment that we've been talking about so far. What does that mean? It's one of the first things I learned in Portuguese, which means don't touch me. <laughs> oh, um, wow. Oh, I just yeah. got back from Portugal. I wish yeah, I'd had that. that. Been so handy. I, I had to learn it because... Just to say it to my daughter. I was like... Oh. I taught... <laughs> Me alone. So much family time. Mummy's hungover. <laughs> Not yeah. with us. Um, oh, that's interesting. I used to teach salsa, and it was the one thing that I had to learn for, like like creepy guys that would like get too close during the dance. No me, no me tocas. <laughs> Have you heard that Tig Notaro has a great bit about the fact that in, I think it's in Spanish or something, oh, the expression no is no moleste. Yeah, which is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's great. Yeah, they have it on doors of hotel rooms. No molester. Presumably, <laughs> yeah. if you do want to be molester, there's that option as well, right? <laughs> like make my room up would be molester. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. When you, you find out the origin of a lot of words, it explains oh why God. so much misogyny exists. Like, I only recently found out that vagina is Latin for sore teeth. What? Like, yes! I have to stop. It's one of my favorite words. I've got to stop using it. I, I love, love vagina. Yes. That's one of the, not so keen on vulva. No. I don't like cleaning. Isn't it nice to say, how's your vag? Oh, well, then we're taking it back. Now it's vag. Now it's vag, yeah. As someone that does live action role play, I'm absolutely... My sword yeah. sheath is just... Like... Yeah, and after you've had kids, it's more like... It's more like a sword bag, you know? Like... Princess Caribou continues to charm the town, dancing for them, using a bow and arrow, writing in symbols. Her authenticity is verified by a Dr. Wilkinson who says that Scars on her head are the work of an oriental surgeon. This was like 200 years BW before woke, so they just said oriental surgeon. Um, <laughs> question, guys, is Caribou really a princess? What do you think? I'm, g I'm gonna go with yes. Yeah. I'm, if she's got incisions on her head. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> now, are they, in the, are they at either side of her temple where some trepanning Mm. may have taken place because oh, they're on the back of her head they're on the back they're of back her head. here like where we used to do undercuts in the 90s right oh, okay. yeah that could still be a little bit of lobotomy it's not necessarily prefrontal so i'm just trying to think this through um because it could be because i didn't even realize till recently that they had plastic surgery like going back to like 
how it like 400 So the answer BC. is no. <laughs> she is not a princess. I was trying to look at the evidence in front of me and do no, it very I really appreciate that. Very methodically. That's good. You did uh, What were the scars you, from? Are they blunt force? You did more than uh, Dr. Wilkinson did. How long does she fool people in this town that she's Princess Caribou? Well, it's bristle, isn't it? <laughs> so I'm joking like bristle's great. <laughs> <laughs> Like maybe like a year, I think. Is it the person okay. that just said 300 years? Are you from Bristol or do you just hate Bristol? <laughs> <laughs> don't answer that. We don't need to know. We don't need to know. Uh, she fools them for three months. Uh, the jig is up when a landlady in Bristol recognizes the description of her in a newspaper and says that she stayed with her Ooh. and knows nothing of this she's dress got previous. Um, so she's just a Bristol woman calling herself Princess Caribou. <laughs> yeah. Not from Bristol. <laughs> All right, that's a nana, that is. She's, that's a bloody nana on the wall. Uh, so she's confronted. What does she do? What does Princess Caribou do when she's confronted? Oh. Are you legit? What does she say? She... What does she do? Um, suddenly can speak loads of languages. Um, uh, is it? Well, basically, yes. Yeah, she just starts speaking English. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> she just, so she's like, yeah, sorry, my name's Mary. <gasps> is it Mary? Another Mary. Mary. My name's Mary's. Mary, mother of Jesus. I mean, <laughs> girlfriend of Jesus. I really didn't see it going that way, but it worked out really well. Um, yeah, she, her name is Mary Wilcox, um, and she's from Devon. And she's the daughter of a cobbler. Yes! Yeah. I love it. She's like, I've got to find me a cobbler. Yeah. So <laughs> Mr. Worrell had, at one point, when he's thinking, no, oh, she's a vagrant, this isn't real, he had sent off her writing to Oxford University where it was declared a humbug language. They say the same about American English, so, you know. God. <laughs> Pinch of salt. Language. So the scars on her head were scars from a crude wet cupping operation. Any guesses what wet cupping is? Is it Anna, take it away. Is it when you have sex in a shower? Is that not the joke you thought? Is that like wet cupping? No? Does that oh, not... that noise it makes. Yeah. No, I just meant like cupping. <laughs> oh, not the noise it makes. What did you think I was going to say? Is it butt stuff? Well, you know that there's like a squelchy. I, I do not. Um, is, Guys, it a, is it a it's mental fine. health thing again? Is it going to be some kind of yes. attempt at a brain operation? Yeah. Which of women back in the day, you know, if we were out there, this yeah. is what this is. If we want to talk crime, can I just say this before we finish? The fucking Kennedys. <laughs> This is not where I started going. <laughs> trepanned one of their own children. Rosemary Kennedy was seen as too high spirited. <gasps> she was something like 21 years old at the time. And they went, she's oh, too out there. She's yeah. too high spirited. And they gave her a fucking lobotomy. And then she went to the mental capacity of like a seven or an eight year old Whoa. and was like uh, doubly incontinent. And that's what they used to do to any woman who was outside of like high spirited or seen Whoa. as unusual yeah. and not fitting in with society. You had a fucking. Yeah. Half your brain lopped off. Yeah, because the past. Well, you're gonna love the this past, expression. The past were cunts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, not at all. I, I was just thinking you're gonna love this expression. A procedure. This procedure was intended to relieve pressure on an overheated brain. Oh, God. AKA a woman who thinks. Yeah. Um, uh, so the back of the head was shaved. The skin was scarred with parallel blades and hot glasses applied to catch the blood. Uh, the procedure was carried out in a poorhouse in London, and Mary said she played Princess Caribou because she just wanted to see more interesting. 
Oh. Is she arrested? Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. she's going to be put into one of the many asylums that they had that people would go yeah. and pay a penny to laugh at people. Nah, in. she's too pretty. Yes. Oh. Yes, Mary. It's Hail nice to Mary. be good looking if you're going to be oppressed. So many choices. <laughs> Just make sure that you always display your lovely breast. Okay. <laughs> she has charmed everyone so much that they pay for her to go to Philadelphia. <laughs> what, in America? Yeah. They pay for her to yeah. get on a boat. And when she goes there, she's got this notoriety. Everybody, like the cat's out of the bag, but everybody wants to see Princess Caribou. So she starts performing it as a character. Oh, okay. Does the show go well? Yes. The please. article I read just said the show did not go well. Uh. <laughs> oh, man. But who knows? It could be like the Scotsman. I don't know. Uh. Um <laughs> She stays in America for seven years, but she had the acting bug by then. She returned to the UK. She does some more shows here as Princess Caram Car Caramu Caribou. How do the shows go? Better in here? Um, the article I read just said not well. <laughs> um, yeah. But a Mar Mary, a Mary, Mary eventually meets a man, settles down, and finds a normal job in the field of medicine. So my last question is, what was her job? The, a job in the field of medicine, mm -hmm. which at that time is what? Putting leeches on people? Bingo. Oh, my God. Whoa. Oh, my God, really? She I collects. I for actual knowledge. <laughs> You've had loads. Well there's, done. There's a she, name for that job, isn't there? There's, she's a leecher. A leecher, that's it, right. Okay, yeah. yeah. I knew that. No. Uh, <laughs> she collects <laughs> and sells leeches. Um, she sold them to the Bristol Infirmary, I think wow. it was. I, mean, I forgot did to Did she that breed down. them as well? Because that's what they used to do. Ah. They'd breed the... She probably did, because why would you go catch them if you can grow them yourself? Yeah. 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 That's your what I do. Off. That's why yeah. I have a basil plant. So what you're saying is Jesus is a leech. Mm. I mean, that's not what she was saying. Interesting. <laughs> I know she has a daughter. <laughs> Sorry, I've got I've got to hustle this along. Sorry. But she has a daughter who also goes on to be a leecher too. Aww. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's, it's what we all want for our kids. Um, uh, but just when you think that maybe this hoax didn't amount to much, um, you know, sort of a happy ending, but sort of a pedestrian ending. Um, her life uh, was made into a movie in 1994, starring Phoebe Cates, and it was one of her last roles before she retired. So. All is not lost. I don't know if that's why she retired. Was that? <laughs> it really doesn't look good. It's called Princess Caribou, but you know, check it out. Is that the same Phoebe Cates who's in Gremlins? Yes, and okay. she was in Fast Times at Ridgemont High, which we could also analyze for misogyny uh, <laughs> for a long, 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 long time. Maybe if they throw water on the leeches at night. Anyway, I don't know. Right. So here's to being oh. a good-looking con artist <laughs> in a time when if you didn't have much going for you at least she had that but i think she also had one hell of an overheated brain cheers <laughs> overheated brains cheers. i love chinking well like plastic glasses <laughs> right don't worry that's five minutes fast it keeps me on time it's time for our audience crime do we have a georgina in the house there she is oh hi oh you're right there hello it can Thank stretch. <laughs> Hi, Georgina. Hi. Can you tell us about your crime? Yeah, so uh, we came home from holiday about six months ago and we were being like super cool and playing Scrabble in the dining room. And the light. I don't even find that not that cool. Is, I'm like, that is cool. <laughs> I'm glad. That's the good. Right place. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we dimmed the lights a little bit, you know, 
Romantic Scrabble. Scrabble. Yeah, atmospheric Scrabble. <laughs> <laughs> and we noticed there was like this stain, like this massive splatter on the wall. Ooh. Like it's going from like the top of the wall and all over the ceiling. Oh. And it's clearly like someone's tried to clean it up. Now I know I didn't do it. <gasps> Ooh. My wife claims she didn't do it oh. on the fence. Uh-oh. And no one else we've asked is your wife to it. Is your wife present here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Would she like to make a comment? <laughs> Licked it and it's definitely not wine. (laughs) (laughs) And you know, sorry, so nobody. (laughs) I don't think I can top that. We're getting divorced next week. Okay. That's good. And nobody, just just a couple more questions before we. Don't worry, we got this. We got this. We handle this. Right. We handle stains all the time. Uh, (laughs) Did anyone have access to your house? Do you have a spare set of keys that's with anybody? Nope. No. And do you live in a a, what do you call it? A freestanding house? A flat? Is anybody above you? No, 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 no. And it's definitely not come down from the room above. Okay. And it's definitely created since we painted that room. Is it on the window side of the building? No. And have you had any parties where you got drunk and you might not remember anything happening? Uh, <laughs> okay, I mean, it's always possible. <laughs> and do you live in London? No, just outside. Just, out, just can outside. Can I ask a question? Am yeah. I allowed? Yeah. Um, is it in the shape of a stigmata or anything that can happen? <laughs> in a... Shit, now you come to mention it. It's the extra bundle. Was <laughs> That's a really good question. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, rule out people religious. see Jesus in toast. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's possible that it could yeah. be in a in ceiling stain. Is it still there? Yeah. yeah. Can you photograph it and tweet it to us, please? Yeah. Thank you very much. Okay, let's. We should grab the mic back just because I've got to wrap it up. Thank you so much, Georgina. Now, just really briefly. Now I've got the mic. Less experienced detectives would write that off as damp. <laughs> But I think there was a grisly murder in your house while you were gone. Can I ask what colour it was? Red. Oh. (laughs) I rest my case. Uh, for the podcast listeners, Taylor just went backwards on her wheelie chair. <laughs> it's boring admin, but we've got to do it. Um, why? Do, I mean, uh, what colour really was it? Red. It was red and you licked it. <laughs> I can't get over the licking. I'm, I'm impressed. That's, that is scientific investigation. <laughs> no, Have you checked? Okay, I lived in a place with white walls or whatever you guys call it here. What's the colour that everybody paints their walls here? Magnolia. That's the one. I love like hockey. And I thought same thing was happening. This red was starting to come through and then I actually met the person that had lived in the place before we had and they'd painted the walls red. Is there any chance that there's red paint under your... Oh. We bought the house. It was like sandblasted. Oh, I'm sorry. You're a house owner and you live... uh, (laughs) Like no Apparently when they bought the house it was uh, sandblasted? It was a Moroccan theme. Uh, just because for the podcast. Can we come over? That sounds so nice. <laughs> <laughs> I need more friends outside of London. <laughs> so Hannah, you wanted to say something. No, no, I think it was probably... I, I, I think somebody sh- shut up the wall. Butt stuff! Crowbar and butt stuff. I feel like it, that was given to me and now I have to... <laughs> it's all right, I said bag sheath. I mean, I win the... <laughs> I win the gross award. Yeah, I think we solved that, right? Yeah, well, we didn't make it worse. It's sh- <laughs> it is shit stigmata. <laughs> Go figure out who it is. 
Go figure out I think, who it is. I think what if it's Michael Bolton? <laughs> oh, my this God. this whole thing. Or I, Julio Iglesias. And Enrique. Either or. Doing a duet. Either or. <laughs> right. We need to finish up. Thank you again, Georgina. Thank you so much. That was that was more fun than I ever thought a stain anecdote would ever be. Uh, and I've had a lot of them. Uh, Tiff, thank you so much for being here. Uh, to round things out, is there anything that you'd like to plug? Tell us yeah. what you're up to. And You're in Edinburgh. Fucking I am saving Edinburgh. women on tubes. That's what you're up to. Yeah. Saving. I am policing the tubes. Uh, I, yeah, I'm, in, I'm in Edinburgh. I'm doing a show called Mother... And the Ooh. poster is me pregnant with myself. <laughs> uh, just, if that tickles you, which it clearly does some people in the audience, then come see the show. I don't know. It's going to be about what I hope my vision for the future is going to be. I give birth to a vision of the future. Cool. But also drag from my loins the reality of what it might be, Ooh. which is probably T-shirt feminism and Jordan Peterson. Ah. So I, you know, I'm gonna, I want to talk a bit about class and homelessness, which again makes it sound really upbeat, but I've been in America a lot and fuck, it's kind of, kind of terrifying. So I want to talk about, you know, lineage, heritage, inherited wealth. I'm making it sound so funny, guys. <laughs> Here's what I like to try and do. I like to try and take topics where someone would look at it and go, <laughs> don't fucking bother, that ain't funny. And then try and see if I can make it funny yeah. um, or try and kind of, you know, uh, my opinions and thoughts about it. And so that, it's at the monkey barrel and they do fair fringe and- What time? What, yeah, what time? It's 9.15. Okay. So yeah. check out Tiff's show. Anything else that we should know about? I got a Twitter and an Instagram. I don't know how the fucking Instagram works. I <laughs> I do know that the lighting in toilets is really good. But no, ma- <laughs> but no matter how good the lighting is, there is the knowledge that someone laid a cable in there like 10 <laughs> minutes earlier. So I don't know how sexy it can all be. So I'm trying. I'm trying to do that. And I've got a podcast coming out Ooh. with, oh. yeah, with Lush. Um, Bath bombs. Fucking uh, love them. Uh, yes, yes. Oh. I like to call them, well, because they make soap, but they also do all this other activism. I, I sort of call them ethical fight club. Because um, <laughs> they do that. So We should we, not uh, be talking about them. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, yeah. First rule. <laughs> First rule, Hannah. First rule, correct. We stick, um, stick with the So, stuff. yeah, so it's... Don't put a bath bomb up there. Um, I... <laughs> Um, oh, so I wish my husband would. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> trust me. Um, <laughs> it's... Do I tell you what it's called? I don't know if it's kind of been stained now, uh, but it's called... <laughs> it's called Tiny Revolutions, and it's based on the Orwell quote that each joke is a tiny revolution. Mm. So it's... I feel like comedy is kind of... You know, That's at the cool. moment, people are seeing comedy in quite a negative light. And this is sort of about how comedy can be a, a force for societal change and a force for good. In fact, Chappie, who you've got on the next show, is was was my first guest on it. Oh, so I'm very, cool. I'm very oh, awesome. excited. So check out your show off. and check out your podcast. I can't wait yeah. to listen to it. Thanks again to Tiff Stevenson. Whee! We have been Drunk Women Solving Crime. You've heard the podcast, now buy the merch. There's a full range of certified organic cotton t-shirts, jumpers and hoodies all on the website. Just go to drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Drunk Women Solving Crime is produced by Amanda Redman with music by The Lion and the Wolf. You can follow us on Twitter at Drunk Women Pod and on Facebook and Instagram at Drunk Women Solving Crime. And please review us on Apple Podcasts. 
Also, if you've got a petty crime you want us to solve, then please write it in that review and we'll solve it. Thank you so much to ACAST for hosting us and thank you for listening. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait. Is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher.